Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 119, brought to you by Parse Rum. Just like every episode, brought to you by Parse Rum, the best rum in the world. Buy a bottle, drink a bottle, plant a tree in Colombia. We got a lot going on right now. Tom's having technical difficulties. He's probably on mute for the whole show. Okay? We really missed him. Two weeks ago, Tom wasn't there. We had a, a great stand-in, but it wasn't Tom. And so we had to take a full week off. We had to take a full bye week. What was the great stand-in's name? Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie. Ronnie. I didn't think Ian knew it either. He froze. <laughs> I'm proud of Ian for knowing the name. Also, every second that we spend talking about me is a second we're not talking about Ian in the All-Star game. That's a travesty to the audience. So let's get to that. Listen. I have more I have more things to touch on here, okay? Also, this episode is brought to you by Parse Rum. Dakota's mustache is getting better and better. That thing's fantastic. Okay. I haven't shaved if it, it was in the if it was in the winter right now, you would actually have icicles hanging off. <laughs> the only thing I've I haven't shaved it in like two months. The only thing I've done is like I gotta shave it from going inside my mouth. And it's gross because like if I eat like I've eaten breakfast sandwiches and cheese gets in my mustache, and I'm like, gross dakota are you nasty that's why i keep the stash as long as if i throw well i'll do anything to throw i'll shave my i don't i'll shave my eyebrows off don't say it don't say me zeros shave your eyebrows i'll shave it all i don't care nope for zeros i'll do no chance dude i will dakota do it right now if you can guarantee me that i go to the show if i shave my eyebrows i'll shave every hair in my body dakota are you sitting mid-90s right now Sometimes it depends. Depends how I'm feeling, but yeah, uh, kind of close to it. I'd say more. Ian's two been watching your Ivy. I'd say more two to four with a couple fives and sixes. You're kind of nasty, huh? Well, it's better than the start of the year when I was 88, 90. Zach, can you tell the people where you are right now? Yeah, I am. Uh, I am back in Toledo. I had a very eventful 48 hours or so. Um, so I went and played in Oakland out of the break on Thursday, which was a, which was a crazy scheduled out of the all-star break double header for the go Tigers, which was a toughie on the Thursday at the break Friday off the break was only three days. Yeah. Into a double header. Not cool. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. With, with Friday off. And then Saturday we played the twins. I pinch ran whatever, and then got optioned for a starting pitcher played Sunday in the AAA game for four innings. Javi gets hit by a pitch in the elbow. He gets taken out. So I get taken out because they don't know if he's hurt or not. So today we're off for AAA. So they tell me that I'm going up. They don't know if I'm active or not. So I get there and they're waiting to see how Javi feels. Javi feels all day. And he's like, all right, he's good. So you're going to go back to Toledo tomorrow. (laughs) So now that's where I am. That's a... That's the life of a 40-man guy. They might need you, but then they didn't. Might not. How would you feel in Oakland? I felt great. I had one of the better swings that I've taken all year. I was watching. Out. Go grab your glove. I was watching. I thought it was gone. Yeah, I felt good. So, I don't know. Keep grinding, right? Head down. That's right. Great attitude. But, Zach, shouldn't we probably get to, you know, the main topic. Yeah, why Ian's a little bit tan, tanner, 
You know, like you went to the West Coast for a few days. Yeah. What were you doing? You got a little like L.A. Like I would say like an L.A. kind of glow, you know. I would agree. Movie stars, Hollywood. What do you guys want to know? First of all, everything. First of everything. all, real quick, I saw some post, it was, or maybe I was on like TikTok, and it randomly went through like some players from the All Star game, and it said like who had the best fit, and half wasn't even in the video, and I'm like, let's figure Did it you out. Comment? Please tell me a comment from user nine seven three four three two one zero. I got no clue what my TikTok name is, but they're about to get a message. It's tough. It's tough to get on the awards of best fits when the the number on the side of the sleeve right here it says one. It's singular, just one. That's still that's even cooler. That's cooler than the people that got five. Who cares? Already been there. Wait. So how? All right. So red carpet. How did you pick your fit? A couple of weeks before the game, we call it three weeks before or beginning of July. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go get a suit made. I was already getting some clothes made for a different event, and I was like, I'm gonna get a suit made for this thing just in case it happens. And so I went and saw my guy here in Chicago at Stitch and Heart. Shout out, no free ads. Shout out, um, and kind of put it together and decided what I was gonna wear, color, and got the suit made. So I was all locked and loaded with that. And then Julie had to make the decision based on what I was wearing. But it was uh, a show. That's interesting. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I was felt good about the collar. Felt good about the t-shirt under. A little bit of a uh, like a. You should have went like Marte with just no undershirt. You know? That is an unbelievable look. That's true. I'm if I had what's he's got going on, I would definitely do that. <laughs> that guy's that Marte. So his locker was two lockers down for me. A shame. And that dude just had to look at that specimen. Of a oh, human. that guy's triceps are unbelievable. I asked him for a little bit of his triceps and he was always eating. He was always had a plate of food, but really it goes straight to the tries. His triceps are incredible. Um, so that's the key. Eat more yeah, food. Just he would eat drunk. like a small plate of food every hour, pretty much. All right. So, hey, Dakota and Tom set this one out for a little bit. I have a few questions. Um, all right, so you like so before the red carpet, you guys chopping it up over drinks, like or was everybody just like kind of sporadic? No, the everything happened so early. So because the game and the derby were both at like five o'clock, because it was LA time. So red carpet was at like ten twenty a.m. So basically, I can't get the bags under your eyes, still, dude. Yeah, what? and there was a really cool party on Monday night. So didn't go to bed super early and then tuesday morning basically julie got up early because she was doing like hair and makeup stuff i did not get up early um and so i got up basically like at nine took a shower and then went straight down to the red carpet thing but it was it was really cool it was really cool to like that was kind of the experience that julie and i got together because most of it you know you're at the stadium doing stuff the first day before the derby um you know our first bus was at 10 30 or, or 11 to the 10 30 to the ballpark so you know you're doing all the stuff at the field which is really cool but like the only real part that you get to experience with your family or with um your significant other is that kind of red carpet walk right. so 
that was cool for for us to get to kind of do that together what uh and then the home run derby obviously how cool was that being schwarber's you know schwarber's right hand actually it would be his left hand man it was awesome so the like day one you go to the field at like 10 a.m right had a had a couple of drinks sunday night when we got in uh and then wake up super early go to the field uh and you're just you're just signing stuff you're just signing mlb puts probably i don't think 50 is an exaggeration 50 might be light 50 dozen baseballs in the middle of the clubhouse that are all team balls so you're just signing over and over stuff in the middle you guys chopping it up when you're signing or what yeah, it was cool getting to getting to chop it up and guys like like Jock obviously and Schwarber were dudes that I knew um, and had played with and then you have guys like Cronenworth hits with Nico in the off season and he's a Chicago guy and yep. he lives really close to me actually in Chicago in the off season so like I got to talk to him a lot and chop it up with him and he's awesome um, and then you, you kind of meet guys who you've played against or like Jock was kind of the guy that he knew everybody because he played for the Braves and San Francisco and Chicago and LA. So he kind of knew enough guys to that's yeah, it's crazy. So, and then you go, people send random packages and stuff in the locker. So you have to unpack your locker and kind of get it somewhat organized and figure out like what stuff you're going to want people to sign, what stuff you is like that you don't want at all. And then what stuff you need for the day. You get into full uni. You do like an hour, hour and a half of media and then team pictures. And that time, like you do, like you really get to like see the AL team, which you actually like don't see at all. So like you get to chop it up with the guys in the AL in like kind of in between the picture stuff. And that was cool to see some of those guys. Um, and then you do, I like, I didn't hit that first day. So I just went out and shagged for BP. Uh, and got to like walk around and talk to guys and, and hang out. Um, and that was, and then, and then you kind of go in, sign more stuff and then you get to go out there for the Derby and just like being on the field for the Derby. Like I know we grew up watching like derbies and then watching yeah. and they would pan to the guys watching with like their kids and stuff. So, like actually being able to be out there watching and like up close was really cool. I did feel like where they had a set up and sitting though, like I was going to get, someone was going to snap a a foul ball in my face. That's wild. I seem to remember it being closer to home plate. And I think now there's so many cameras that they're keeping yeah. guys away from home plate and more media around home plate. Remember like the old fucking tape recorders they would hold it with like on the, on the side like this. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It was, it was, and then, so obviously, had, did you know you were Schwarber's guy? Oh, I asked him. I was like, I was like, yo, is anybody bringing you out Gatorade? Because like, I want, I want to be your towel guy. He was like, no, I need you out there. And I was like, fuck yeah. Wow. So I was, I was pumped. I was pumped. Um, and I got to go out. Obviously, he took his time out in the first round, and he wasn't putting on his normal beep or, uh, uh, performance that he would in a derby. And so I got to go out there and he was, he didn't have a lot of confidence. You know, he was like, like, I'm, he actually was like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, you're good. You just hit a backside homer, stay in the middle of the field, hit the ball in the air, you rake. And then Bogarts and Devers came up 
because they you know, play with him in Boston. Yeah. So they come up and he looks at us and he goes, I stink. We were all dying. That was when we were all dying laughing. I was like, no, you're good. You're good. You got this. And then he he did. And then he, he picked it up and they tied. And then there was a little bit of a, a scoring dispute there again for the Schwarbs. I, in real time, I didn't feel that. Like it's hard because the scoreboard counting and everything. Um, but it wasn't fair because that was pull host destiny. It wasn't, it wasn't, Schwarber wasn't going to be yeah. able to win that because the baseball God said, we need a really good Albert pull host moment from this. And that is what happened. And that, and, and being a, able yeah, to a, go, what a tough draw tough. and being able when, when, uh, I think it was Manny Machado or Soto, one of the guys that like kind of stood up and got us to like all go towards Albert. That was really cool. That was like a really cool thing. That's wild. Yeah, that was sick. He gave us the speech before the game. So Snit said, this is, we're moving on to the next day. Um, but Snit kind of set him up to give us a speech. Snit is the Braves manager for all the listeners yeah. out there. Because um, the Braves staff was our staff. And he set Albert up before the game to give a speech. And he kind of started by saying like, been playing for 22 years and I threw up a little bit in my head a little bit. I was like, 22 <laughs> years. Oh my God. I looked up his baseball reference, which is hilarious. If anybody's bored and wants to do that, he was an all-star. <clears throat> He's a 11 time all-star. I think that was his 11th. His first 10 years. He was an all-star his rookie year. His second year, he was not an all-star. Look up the numbers, Tom. Read off his numbers for the second year. Yeah, I got it right here. 34 homers, 127 RBIs, 314 batting average. Uh, how about this? 72 walks compared to 69 strikeouts, a 955 OPS, a 151 OPS plus. Finished second in the MVP. He was not an all-star that year. Okay. So he was an all-star his first year. And then not an all-star that year. And I think he's an all-star for the next nine years. How, how old? Your oh, sorry. Ian, how many years of Showtime do you have right now? Four? Three? This is my sixth season. By the end, I will have five years of – five plus of service. So only only 17 more years to go. You'll be playing until you're 44. Oh, God. Oh. 22? No problem. In no this problem. era, in this era, in this day and age, 22 – Show years, crazy. Snit, um, Snit read off some of his uh, stats when he um, when he introduced him. You know, kind of like eleven All Star games, the ridiculous six hundred and whatever home runs and this and that. And our career, thirty third all time in RBIs. I think it's like this guy's career has been unbelievable, and he was soaking it in. It was cool to see. Like he was soaking in the moments and like sharing it with the guys and. It was really cool. And the respect that the Latin players have for him, everybody respects him so yeah. much. But Zach, did you say Miggy or Pujols? Yes. I wish I would have got to. I, lean. I didn't, you know, you don't get to spend much time with the AL guys at all. So, like, I didn't get to be around Miggy or any of those dudes, you know. Well, that's good. They're the other team. You want to beat them. Yeah. You don't want to did be you friends. Watch, with them. Did you watch Mickey take BP by chance? I didn't. We, they would like, as soon as we ended BP, it was kind of like you were going in to do sign stuff or do other yeah. stuff. 
it would the the one thing about the two days is it is it's packed it's a packed two days and there's people everywhere everywhere so when we went out to take bp before the game i did take bp before the actual all-star game so you get there early same thing and then there's more stuff to sign like day two everybody puts their personal stuff out so like a jersey and a bat and cleats and guys are getting different stuff signed right by the whole team and so again there's a table tables in in the middle of the locker room which is another 500 things to sign which is super cool but you know you're doing that all day and so like trying to find time to go get loose and get ready to like go take BP because you get there and things happen really quick. And so I was in the weight room. Dodgers have a sick weight room, by the way, sick weight room. I was in the weight room getting ready and Goldschmidt's going through his stuff. Uh, And then I went, I got to watch Goldschmidt hit and cage and do his routine, which was really cool. And then basically went right out to BP. And when you're taking BP off a guy who you've never seen before. So like the Braves were the BP guys, right? So you you taking BP off a guy you've never faced and that is intimidating by itself. And then you have both foul lines are just lined with media. We're talking 20 people deep, both sides, camera crews, photographers. Like on the field? Yes. On the field on the foul from the foul lines over, you know? So it's MLB tonight is got their whole setup down the left field line. And then baseball tonight and then camera crews, camera crews, camera crews, you know, every, everybody's marquee, you know, everybody's regional network has a team or somebody out there, photographers, everything. So it's just like bananas. If you had a foul ball, like hitting a tee shot. you are killing someone. So Ian, it's basically like hitting a tee shot at a tournament. Pretty much. And it's just completely lined. And you feel like I'm like, when you're hitting BP, like you feel like, Everybody's watching you hit BP, but at the same time, you're hitting in a group with Machado. So nobody's watching you take BP because they're just worried about Machado. And like it was a I took a gross BP. I don't think I hit a ball out of the park, but it was just like you're trying to get your swings. But at the same time, you're just like, this is nuts. Like, do you ever think in BP, whether it's like the first day or like with people you don't know, like you said, you feel like people watching you like that whole time. I feel like I've been trying. I've tried to be like so perfect in BP and I'll walk out and I'm like, what the fuck did I just do in that cage? Yeah. That's basically what it's like. It's like, it's like, you feel like everybody's watching your BP, but really nobody's watching your BP. And you're just like, every time you like roll over, or like it went off the net. You're just I'm like, telling you, man, like literally every time I would go to um, like in the big leagues last year and even the last few days, like AJ usually just roams the outfield and like talks to guys, chops it up. And I just feel like I'm hitting and like he'll watch and he'll just like watch me like roll over, hit one up like a flare, just take out a notebook and be like, oh, still can't pull the ball in the air, huh? Just like something like that. And I'm minus like, one. Yeah. Like, oh, all right. Remember that one? I was, and it's just like nobody gives a fuck about BP because somebody could be working on hitting everything oppo and then they walk out when they foul seven balls off and they're like, yeah, I'm locked in. Yeah, nobody cares. I end up in group one. Whoa. I don't hit in group one. This is just, I don't know if this is going to make sense to people, but BP groups generally in the big leagues are like set pretty much every day you hit in the same group. It's kind of like a routine thing. And in Chicago, I hit in group two because I don't take BP a ton, but I do hit in group two. Your guys is, I like 
you don't do outfielders in the first group, infielders in the second group? Uh, no, not really, because oh, okay. our infielders generally will do their work early, and then, like, I like the second BP th- BP thrower for us is Andy Green. I like Andy Green's BP, so I hit in group two, and I like to go get my outfield work in group one and shag, and then hit and go in. And so I'm never in group one. And usually like when I was coming up, group one was the big boys. It was like Riz, KB, um, Javi. And it was just like laser show home runs. And every time I would hit in group one, I would try to hit homers and I would be like, fuck. So I just have gotten used to hitting group two. So the guys weren't ready to hit the all-star game. So they were like, Hey, guess what? You're in group one. So I was in group one with Crone, uh, Machado, I think it was just the three of us because I think somebody else didn't come out. So it's just the three of us and Machado, all the media was just like trying to talk to Machado. And so like ended up like he would skip around and like Cronin and I would be hitting and then like he would jump back in and like, you would have to be, you'd be like dodging media people coming out of the cage. Cause they were just trying to talk to Machado. There's a lot going on. That BP wasn't brought to you by Roman, but this part of the episode is brought to you by Roman. What do you got on Roman, Dakota? They send us they send us another package. The other they day. did send us another package like last week. Yeah, they take good care of us. They send us a lot of packages. And if you go to getroman.com backslash compound, uh, you'll get $10 off your first order, which is a big deal. Do you know that? I do. Dad, not. Do you have anything to now. say about Roman? You're checked out on the Roman. I need you to be locked on the Roman. No, I know. I'm still just looking at all the packages that they keep sending us. They take such great care of us. You, Every time I come back from a road trip, it's just another package. They're incredible. When they send a package, do you go around the locker room and you're like, guys, I care about all of you and I want you to feel confident and prioritize your health and your relationships. And if you're ready to do that for yourself, maybe start with Roman. Yeah. I mean, verbatim every time it's usually like, Tuesday, when we get there before BP, it's like, well, we're, we're shorty. You know, I got I got to get my weekly thing in. Roman Swipes, clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. No prescription needed. Uh, free two-day shipping. Safe, effective, and used by millions of men. GetRoman.com slash compound. $10 off your first order. I will say this episode, I would be so intrigued to listen to this, like, personally. Listening to someone tell like an all star story. Yeah, you were you were blowing Hap's phone up the first day the all star break was over, and I'm like, stop fucking texting him and let him enjoy the one. No, off I day. just asked. No, I asked. It was, was his like, only what? off day of the break. I asked. I said, hey, the boy's blowing it out. That's all and I asked. You know, and then you kept going, and then you go, sorry, just one more. <laughs> what did I say? I forget what you said, but you asked like two or three, and then you go, sorry, one more question. Did you PJ? <laughs> Oh yeah, I just asked to be paid, Jed. That's it. He's got it. He's got I was it. gonna ask you what was it like mentally preparing for the game, knowing that you're gonna have it's a little like the Super Bowl. You know you're gonna have all that adrenaline at the start, and then you're not gonna play for at least. Uh, did you know like when you were gonna come in? Like what was how scripted is that? Because obviously, worse. I'm sitting there watching for you to come in, wondering when it's gonna happen. They were trying to figure it out. <clears throat> because we didn't have any center fielders, which was kind of a crazy thing. We didn't have any true center fielders because we had Mookie ended up starting the game in Soto play center at one point. In Boston. 
Yeah. So they asked, they were like, Mookie only wants to get one at bat. So it's like, oh, Mookie's only going to take one at bat. There's going to be a lot of innings to cover in center. And so they ended up putting Soto out there in like the third. And then I came in in the fifth and and took over in center. And they were like, have you, they're like, what have you been playing this year? It's like, well, uh, pretty much all left one game in center. Um, and they were like, all right, well, think you can play center today. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go out there. And so I ended up playing center and they kind of told you like a couple of, they're like, you're going to go in like Soto's going to go in for an inning or two. And then you're going to, as soon I think Acuna's second at bat, they were like, you're going to go into his spot. So that worked out. It was cool to be out there with Schwab again. That was like really awesome. So it was me and Schwab center and left and then Soto and right. And I'm, I would pay Soto after hanging out with him a little bit and getting to know him. Give him whatever he wants. Yeah, what do we got? Like just blank, just a blank contract. That was as many years as he wants, as much money as he wants. Just give it to him. That, but my question is, I said it before you got on. I said if I'm a team, I say you take whatever prospects you want. I'll give you three everyday starters. Give me Juan Soto. Juan Soto. I mean, he's an unbelievable player. Sneaky, sneaky big, sneaky strong, sneaky jacked, sneaky. I don't think that shit's sneaky, dog. Sneaky, like he's like six two. He's he's a big dude. Sneaky, but uh, also he's twenty three. He's yeah, twenty three. Like, honestly, like chill out. He's twenty three. It's incredible. His his eye is great. Obviously, it's your power. He's the best hitter ever. He doesn't swing at balls, but he is so mature for a twenty three year old. He's so mature. He. Is this your sales pitch for the Cubs to go get him? Yeah, this is I'm, called tampering. No, I'm I'm just in on one Soto after that. Well, unfortunately, and if we get Soto, you're probably going the other way. I don't think yeah, we're getting true. Soto without you. Yeah, you guys, Soto. you guys could maybe bump into each other in the DC airport. Yeah, yeah, he's he's ridiculous. Um, but that was yeah, it was it was. It's also interesting when you like go to the All Star game and you play center field, and then it's like I'm I'm the I'm the left field guy. I'm the guy that hangs out in the left field. We didn't, Sorb and I got no action. So we were just, this is what we would do in the outfield, which is some, similar to what we were doing in Chicago. But we'd be in the outfield and I would be watching, you know, Devin Williams comes in, pitches, and throws a disgusting changeup. And Sorb and I would look at each other. And we'd go, oh, oh. <laughs> or like, uh, I was trying to think who else, who else threw. Somebody else came in with a nasty pitch and we would just be like, oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> Cutter. Oh, Helsey came in through 103, and we're looking at each other. Yeah, you see that? There's 103, and we we got no, we got absolutely no action. That's unbelievable. Who'd you face in your at bat? I faced uh, Soto, uh, Tex boy from the Good Tigers. And I saw you scared you, walked you. Yeah, he tried to hit me in the ankle. Smart choice. One for one for one for one on base. Sorry about it. What else is new? Weird. Ian, can I ask you, when did it like sink in? Has it sunk in? Like, was there a moment where you were like, this is, you know, real? Like, this is the, I'm sure your childhood dream and now you're living it? Probably when he was flying commercial on the way back and he's like, fuck, I just flew PJ there. (laughs) Back to Uh, the real world. Back to what all the other peasants Damn it, these fucking peasants. (laughs) Yeah, the derby. I think, I think shagging, like when it really, I like started to take it all in was shagging the bp before the derby 
like being out there and seeing everybody and talking and hanging out. Yeah. But I really, I, I felt like I did a pretty good job of like taking it all in and like really trying to soak it in just being like top stepping it for the whole game and like chatting with guys, talking to guys. And um, yeah, that, that was uh, just like looking around like the, the intros and the flyover and the anthem and like, all that stuff like those are the moments that you like look you like look down and you're like holy shit look at all these guys and look at all those guys and was there any one guy you were like super excited to meet or like that you hadn't met before uh i don't know if there was like one guy i was like really looking forward to meeting but there but it was just like just seeing all know, the collection of stars yeah it's like the collection of guys and then just like guys that you play against that you hear good things about or like know you have some mutual friends and then you actually get to like hang out for two days and get to know I, that person and then like the next time you see him you'll feel like that's like actually a you know relationship speaking of that like when you talk to guys and stuff is that like is the all-star weekend like anti-baseball chop like in the locker room and stuff like do you not like listen we don't want to talk about baseball right now this is supposed to be our break or is it like you're talking to somebody and you're picking their brain for a little bit. Yeah. You know what I think is the most impressive part about that? Like that collection of guys is like, yeah, there's other stuff that you talk about. And like, I had a really great conversation about wine and with like Machado and um, Dave Roberts and like, that was cool. But like oh, you end wine. up. Gosh, Ian, Girl, yeah, you're so Dave cultured. Wine, you're just so cultured. Just, um, As he drinks White Claws after games, sometimes. <laughs> the, it, it's amazing. It's amazing how much like that those guys like still want to talk about baseball or like little things and like little little parts of the game or like why does your team do this or what's this? You know, you guys do this a lot. Like, what what's that about? Or like all those little things. Like, isn't that is, is isn't that, that wild? It's just a bunch yeah, of it's gr- so cool. rich, it's so grown cool. men who are really good at their sport trying to get more insight that on a game that they played since they were like two years old. Yeah. And one of the, like one of the best moments for me was just like being in the cage with Goldschmidt and like watching him go through his stuff and then like talking to him. And it's funny. Cause like the coaching staff from the Braves, like they're trying to pick everybody's brain. You know, they're like, they were talking to Goldie about his stuff and what he does. And, you know, I was asking him about like, Ooh. dude, do you take BP? Like, Oh, he doesn't ever take BP. Like he doesn't hit on the field. Like, okay, why did why do you do that? Like, when do you hit before the games? What's your routine like? Oh, you like this machine sometimes, that machine. So, some years he said he only hit off the tee, and then some years he only hit flips, and then some years he only did the velo machine. And like he kind of learned over the years, like, oh, it's not one thing that's gonna lock me in. It's like if that's working for if like this thing is working for me and feeling good, like. I'm just going to roll with that. And like, I don't have to hit on the field and like all those things. It's cool to hear from guys that have done it so well for so long. And like, you know, how, how they've kind of changed their career. Tell more guys to not hit on the field. So pitchers don't have to shag. Huh? What do you say? It's uh, I've done it. This is the least that I've hit on the field in a year by far. Well, tell that to the Iowa Cubs. Um, it's crazy. Like you said, um, there's a video of Ron Washington helping Pete Alonzo. And it's like just a little shit like that. That's like an up and coming star. And then, you know, the infamous Ron Washington, who's just like the infield guru, 
And it's just like, they don't care. They're fighting for a playoff spot right now. And he's just like, yeah, you got like, you can see him like getting into depth conversation. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Wash is, wash is so cool. I was talking to him for a little bit and like, I was like, it's like, wash. I don't know, man. I don't know if I could ever get back in the dirt, but maybe you could help me out. I was just like <laughs> joking with him and it was, yeah. It was all those things, all those little things. It's And then, so people probably are thinking, you know, you've played against Goldschmidt for however many years. Like, you've seen him hit before. But it's like, as baseball players, you're always looking for, like, behind-the-scenes things. Like like you said, you know, you get to watch somebody do the routine or something. And it's just like, it sounds so simple, but, like, watching somebody do their flips or tee routine is just, like, wild. And the same thing with, like, pitchers, Dakota. Like, you watch somebody throw a slide, you're like, wait, 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 how'd you hold that? Or oh. it's like... Right, but it, everybody thinks it's like, oh, it's just a normal slider, you know, it breaks that way. But it's like, oh my god, you'll watch even if you watch somebody like who's in the hole, like, and they're standing on top step, if they're doing something with their hand that they don't do on deck, and you look at something, like, yo, did you see what he was doing on deck? Like, there's so many different, yeah, like, see, a, it's wild. There's so many intricacies of all positions and all hitting, and like, everyone does it so different, and everyone's like, no, like he's just throwing a slider, like. No, that's just how he swings. It's like, no, there's like little stuff that goes on behind the scenes that exactly it's that's a perfect situation to pick people's brains that you would otherwise not get to like ask those kind of questions to. Yeah, when you get to when you get to see guys, you know, when you play against them, you get to see the final product and you get to see what they're doing, but you don't get to see how they get there. Um, and that's something you kind of learn with your teammates, but really like once you once you can dig into it with other guys and like watch that, like I, Mookie hit right after me and I got to watch a little bit of his routine and like his BP and like how you can kind of see how he gets to his game swing. His BP swing looks a little bit like his moves are a little bit bigger, which is interesting because a lot of guys moves yes. will be smaller in BP and then kind of get bigger for the game where his moves, it felt like I didn't get a chance to ask him about it, but it felt like to me that his moves in BP were more exaggerated to get him to his game swing. Wow. Which is that like is super wild. I'm so yeah, like happy you said that. His, his tip and his kick are like way more, it felt like to me more exaggerated in BP and, you know, it's still really fluid, but then in the game, it's kind of a smaller and I was fascinated by it. And I got to watch him kind of go through a little bit of his routine in the cage before I had to go out, but it just all those little things. No, so it's I'm gonna need. Because- I'm gonna need film of Zach Short's BP tomorrow because it's gonna be the biggest swings you've ever seen. No, oh my it's goodness. no, no, no. This is so unbelievable. How this is tying in right now. Oh. I saw a tweet. No, no, no. I saw a tweet the other day. It was like talking about hitters, like you know, they're going through it, and then it's like, all right, well, I want to simplify my move, you know. And then it's like, okay, what does that lead to? Then it's like, okay, you're gonna start later because you don't have, you don't think you have a bigger move anymore. And then it's like, okay, I'm gonna start later. And then I'm going to have no move and I'm going to start later, fall, fall forward, try to just, you're not going to be able to recognize anything. And it's like, maybe it's, Hey, let's try to get a really big swing here and then go smaller from there opposed to just like going to the complete opposite. And it's like so many things get messed up when that happens, opposed to just not saying be an athlete or something, but like go back to like get in the, get in the cage and be like, Hey, go be Barry Bonds today. And then you're like, Oh fuck, that might've clicked just- something. I just did that for two weeks. I just went into small moves for two weeks and Dude. started swinging to bad pitches and only hitting ground balls. And it was I'm like, tell- it's, it's so wild. You have to, I, you have to find I your went, way back to like, Oh, yes, if I start really I and went, make a big move, I see it better. And I'm on time, even though it feels like it shouldn't be on time. 
it's funny like i went through that and i never recognized why like in 2017 and 18 i walked so much i i didn't chase I, it, like the only time i would strike out would be if i swung and missed and now like lead and i like going up into like 2019 and 2020 like my moves became really small and i was like no no no, i just want to be simple so like i can be late and still hit it that way and then in reality i turned into like i had like a really not big load but like I had a lot of movement and, but like, I was on time all the time. I was starting early. I was recognizing. And then now I'm recognizing it again, but it's like in 19 and 20, I stood there like a statue, which led to like, you know, just falling forward, just pushing your Mm -hmm. hands, like slicing should not be able to recognize it. And it's like, why did I lose that ability? And like, now it's, it's so funny you say that about Mookie. Cause like, I have, like, I have a lot of videos of him doing early work and it's like, his moves are huge. And I could never like put two and two together. Why? It's like, why does this swing look different there than it does in a game? But it's like, if you're trying to exaggerate something, you want to exaggerate it and not the opposite of like getting really small, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think, again, I didn't talk to him about this, but I think he's one of the guys that in the game, his moves tighten up. Yeah. And like, he doesn't have a problem with like his, his moves in the game. He could be thinking big, but they tighten up and his, and he's, you know, he's so compact and everything is so quick. Like I thought when I was thinking through it and talking through this with somebody, like I thought about Nico because Nico's a guy that like in his prep work, like he thinks about like really making big this move and like pulling on it and like getting there. But in the game, like his moves are so tight and quick. And like, if he thinks about being tight and quick, he's going to not even move at all right which is which is a really interesting concept because some guys are the opposite but like if you are a guy that's tight and quick and and really twitchy you know thinking bigger you're never going to actually get there um which is which is pretty interesting speaking of this before we go into nico that segment was called cage talk and it was sponsored by athletic greens your favorite greens my favorite greens athletic greens Tell us about Athletic Greens. You guys love Athletic Greens. Tell Speaking us of cage talk and Athletic Greens, every day I have my Athletic Greens in the cage during my routine. Do you want to hear a great Athletic Greens story? Yeah. Yes. And this is about the one delicious scoop of AG1 that you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to help start your day right. And it's a special written of ingredients to support gut health. Um, nervous system, immune system, energy focus, all, all kinds of things. But listen, we were in Philly, right? And in Philly, there's a challenge for who can eat the most cheesesteaks. Like there's a record cheesesteaks. And a lot of times when you go to Philly, guys will sponsor uh, staff members or people to see how many cheesesteaks they can eat. So Wade Miley and Kyle Hendricks um, put up some some money for some staff members and there was incentives. If you could get five cheesesteaks, you could get 10 cheesesteaks. Then if you break the record at 11. So we had a couple staff members going for the cheesesteaks, five cheesesteaks, three guys got five cheesesteaks. And one, one of the guys, I won't say his name, but he had, he had two cheesesteaks down and he was kind of thinking if he could go one for one, you know, if he could get a cheesesteak out of his system, uh maybe he would have more room to put another one in so he went for the athletic greens he was like 
maybe if I can get some greens in my system and have some athletic greens, it'll make me a little bit healthier. Maybe it'll help me with a little probiotic. Maybe it'll help. So he, in between cheesesteaks, he went for an athletic greens, uh, which was an interesting strategy. People were a little confused if he was going to, if he was putting more into the body, but it paid off. He got the five cheesesteaks. He got the money. Good strategy. Don't count on athletic greens when you need help with your cheesesteaks. Is that five over the course of a series or five in one day? One day. That's oh a day. And they're wait. big. And the record, wait, the record is 11? The record, I believe, is 11 in one wait, day. Wait, the whole day or just like within like an hour? No, that's the day. Oh, you call me These up. Cheesesteaks are like, call I'm me up. That's broke. Are... Call me no up. Chance. I'm, oh no my chance. gosh. If you can guarantee me I'm not pitching that day, call me up tomorrow. Dakota, let's just set you up with a camera. We'll get you, we'll give you 11 cheesesteaks. You eat them. Well, I'm There's not no doing chance, it. Dude. I record, want the pride of being. Maybe known. it's only eight. Maybe it's eight. The record for the record for a four game series is like twenty four. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, hey. no, you're not. Athletic you're Greens good. is going to give you free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and uh, five free travel packs with your first purchase. Athleticgreens.com backslash compound to take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance athleticgreens.com backslash compound nico nico speaking of his swing hey i turned the game on tonight for uh, like i was so it was the close game in the later innings and i turned his at bat on what a swing first pitch slider right center like weird but that's what like that's what nico's trying to do though i I know it's just so impressive he can do it yeah like he's hitting 310 whatever it is and he's playing gold glove shortstop the He's, fuck more can you ask for from that guy? That guy is going to be top ten player more this year. Yeah, I, I already dude, called him there. Too. Like, it's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. He's a really, really, really good baseball player. What a what a he four cares. five. Oh man, you guys back to back in the lineup tonight too. Did you see my? Yeah, and you, punch. Punch. Yeah, and you my, smoked that ball the second. Uh, hundred nine. Also, I'm surprised you swung two zero when he was running. Yeah, me too. Because, like, usually, especially, I'm surprised you swung. I don't know, unless, so it's, unless it's two strikes, I like I never swing. You usually, usually I shut. Usually I shut it down. But I was so locked in to him throwing me a two zero yeah. heater that I could hit. That's and wild. I, That's and I smoked it. And it was kind of a situation where one out, if he gets thrown out there, you'll just have to go bridge. It's all good, true. dude. If he gets thrown out there and then I'm in a two-one count, the momentum completely shifts. But yeah, but yeah then they throw I, around you. I then they great, throw around you. Made a great swing on that ball. What about Psycho Ian? Oh, shout out Scotty Afros. Your shower? I have to respond to the text message she sent me. Send me a very nice text. Scott. You guys are like boys. Yeah, we're closer than you guys. Scott, congratulations. That's, Scotty Afros. Wait, 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 hey, hang friend on. of the pod. Come hang on, let on, me say congrats. Are you saying you're closer with him than us, or you're closer with him than me and Zach are with him? Yeah, be careful. Be here. Be I'm careful closer here, to boss. Scott than you guys are to Scott. False. No, That's not true. Not even close. That just can't be true. Because some nice try I, there. Nice try only there. Only one of us in here was at Scott, or two of us in here were in Scott's wedding. That was, was in before. that was before. I'm uh, gonna say is the arbiter. I don't. I don't really care here, but it does seem like if I you put a gun to my head, I would say Dakota and Zach are closer. That's just my vote. 
Thanks, Tom. Maybe Appreciate that's what you. everybody you, would Tom. say, but it's not what I would say. It's not what I would say. Scott, he, uh, um, I thought the funniest part is he struck him out to end the inning, and Willie still threw it, and Scott still turned to look if he got him. I'm like, bro, could matter. you fucking like, imagine if Scott just picked that ball up out of fucking midair? He it wouldn't have surprised me if he snatched. Oh it my! And just put it right in his fucking pocket. Oh my god, dude. Can I tell the listeners what happened? Yes. Yeah, Scott Efros, friend of the pod, he got uh, his first save today. First big league save today. 3-2 win against the Buckos. He did a great job. He came in. He was he was a little bit of psycho e, but he kept the he kept the nerves calm. His first pitch out of the his first pitch out of the stretch, body got a little in front of the arm. A little in front of the arm. But uh he was great. <laughs> Zach he, he was so happy. Every no, his shit was moving so, so much that like he would throw an 85 on hour changeup and like Willie would be like down and in, but it would be just like middle, middle, it would be like a nasty splitter and they would just swing over it. And it's just like, you could set up wherever the fuck you want. They're not hitting it. He is. He's been throwing the splitter. He's so gross. Or the changeup more, but it's, uh, it was most I've seen him throw it tonight. He really went to it. He, so like you said, he was close to psycho. E. I think he picked off. O'Neill tried to pick off O'Neill Cruz twice, and you mm-hmm. can see him like get try to get back on the mound. He's like, ah, let me touch the rubber quick. Let me take a breath. <laughs> Just touch the grass. Yeah, that's what he needed. He needed a little breather. Yeah, he got a little little shower, a little beer shower in the shower after the game for his first save. Uh, got the lineup card, got the ball. Do you, cool. when you guys do beer showers, do you do just beer? Or do you do anything you can find? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gross. pretty gross disgusting yeah yeah it used to be worse uh javi javi's notorious for getting some really gross stuff in the mix there i'm pretty like sure juice and stuff full my friend foley threw like tuna on will fest <laughs> i people that do the milk uh it's like everything jugs, it's like jugs of milk oh it was like sour um, cream and balsamic ew is there anything else that we need to cover that's going on? Have you ever been to Dodger Stadium? I saw some people hit balls out of Dodger Stadium during batting practice, and the home they were probably ball. using they're probably using twenty nineteen balls. Yeah, they're using they're using the hot balls, but it was. I don't think anyone asked you, Ian. What was the what was the coolest moment? If you had to pick, like, what's like the if you think about it as a whole, like, is there one thing that's hey Tom? Out? Tom, don't worry. I already asked him last week. What did I say? You know, I, I had to mix that question too. What did I say? Schwarber? You did not ask him last week. Yes. We didn't record last week. No, I texted him. In the group, I'm saying you were saying like. <laughs> he wants the fans to hear it, though. I know. I'm saying you guys are making fun of me for asking him questions. I'm like, oh, Tom, don't worry. I already got oh. that one covered. Yes. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Come on, dude. Sorry. Sorry. Ian, go. What did I, what did I say? You didn't answer. Chase, oh. choose now. Um, don't look back and cheat. It's like looking at the t- answers of the test. No, I think I think the coolest part of the weekend. There's it's tough because there's like so many different ones, but I think I think being on the field with Schwab for the Derby was probably like the coolest individual moment. Um, but the like lineup announcement and the anthem and the flyover was also really awesome. I love a good flyover, and it was a good flyover. Oh, you said. Can I say what you said or no? Or is that cheating? Yeah, what I say? You said the pool hole set bat. Also really cool. 
Pujols is AB. Everybody giving him a standing O. Uh, getting to watch that from the side. Really cool. And he fouled a ball off his leg, off his back leg. He back legged himself. Oh. And then he came into the dugout and he was sitting right next to me. And his pants pulled up and he looked at me and he was like, I, I don't know how I did that. Back, I hit myself back leg. And I was like, Albert Pujols has a bruise on his knee. And he's talking to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Albert to sign. You asked me about stuff I got signed, didn't you? Did you ask me about that? I don't think I mixed. I, had, I don't think I mixed that one in. I had Albert. I had Albert and um, Maggie sign a jersey, which was cool. And Maggie, you said. Mm-hmm. Well, that could have got you that, bro. It's so funny. Like, obviously, thinking of Maggie as like, holy shit, he's Maggie. But like the other day, like anytime he gets a hit, it's like, and he just passed so and so. But it's like, I don't think of him as like that anymore. Where it's like, you don't see him ever, and you're like, holy fuck, that's Miguel Cabrera. And like, I see him, like, Maggie, what's up, man? How we doing? Do our little handshake, and, he's, and it's like. And he's hitting 300. It's ridiculous, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. Should we get to screen time for the people? Sure. A little slow on screen time action. While we're loading this, can I tell you how I found out you were an all-star? Because I was, was not on the episode when, uh, the, the, when we found out. Tell me. I was... I knew it was probably going to happen on Sunday. I was driving to Montreal Sunday. So I left like three o'clock and I hadn't come out. And I was like, all right, I'm just hoping. And right as I got to the Canadian border, I'm third in line. I have my passport in hand. I got all the fucking documents. I get a call from our socials guy, Kyle. And he said, Hap's an all-star. And I was like, holy shit. I was, I was so happy for you all. I mean, they fluffed you last week. I'll give you a quick fluff here. I know... You know, as the socials guy, I watched a lot of your bats last year. It was tough. A lot of people said a lot of things about this podcast. And to see you come back this year was so fucking cool. And to see you in the All-Star game was so fucking cool. And in that moment, I was just so happy for you, man. Because that was so – I know you grinded through it last year. Last year was was tough. But this year has been been awesome. So I was just so happy for you in that moment. But it was very funny because I had to immediately tell him – I'm, I'm at the Canadian border. I can do nothing on socials. Can you just please help me? Because we need to cover this. And I have no access to my phone for the next two days. So Were you like fist pumping in the customs line? Yeah. The, the customs guy actually asked me. High, fi- high five in the customs people? Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you, have you guys ever seen Parks and Rec? You know, Ben Wyatt's very scared of cops. That's kind of my vibe around cops. Like, I'm not great around them. And he, he was like, you seem very happy. And I was like, you know, my friend, uh, well, I was like, this, the guy I work with, he made the all-star game. And it's really cool. You could say friend. You could say friend, Tom. Hey, friend, Tom. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, it was, it was pretty cool. I will say on the way back though, coming back from Montreal, the American border agent, hundred percent thought I was a drug mule. hundred <laughs> percent. He asked, he stopped me for five minutes and asked me 20 questions. Can you confirm or deny if you are or aren't a drug mule? I can confirm I'm not a drug mule. Oh, good. Good save there. Good save. Yeah. Uh, real quick about the Sloan screen time. The flushers in Dodger Stadium are Sloan flushers. That's big. Saying. Wow. What else big is new? For, the best, the big best for, for Sloan, the best. big for the pot. Come on. I'm terrified. 337 for me, boys. 337. Wow. 357. Yes. I got to get. A pass. Come we on. A, we had a five. We had a six-hour bus ride. Five eighteen. Stinks. Uh, Six twelve. 
Six twelve, not bad, Tom. By the way, it's, Dakota was Dakota was kind of on me when I wasn't here, and he was also saying that I have a lot of high screen times, which you know I don't feel like it's entirely accurate. No, they've been getting better. They've been yeah. getting better. Your screen times are very respectable, especially for what your job entails. I will admit, though, I don't know if I can still pull this up, but last week I fell asleep with my phone on. And I slept for like 12 hours. So my screen time one day was like 19 hours or something. So it was oh. I slept for like 12 hours with my phone just on. I wish that was a day that we were recording. I, I was like, thank God we're not recording this day because I would have had to lie. I would have had to come up with some. Okay, fine. Uh, fine. I'll watch the Cubs replays right now on ESPN. Fine. Also, I think I think Max Freed might be a future guest of the Compound Podcast. We were talking a little bit about John Boy and podcasting. Just throwing it out there. Ian, you, maybe you know happen, better maybe than to throw names out there. Because Just throwing it wait, out. How did so that basically, come up, man? fans, four months from now, plan on Max Freed. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was talking to me a little bit about John Boy, and it's like, yeah, this guy might want to come on the pod. <laughs> he, so knew, yeah, he, hey, he knew he knew he had one. He said he listened. He he. He, he mentioned John Boy, and that's all we that's his close. All right, I think yeah. we get him. I saw Ariad out there, friend of the pod. He was out there doing his thing. Did you say hi? I did. Yeah, I got to talk to him for a minute. I mean, he's technically our rival now, right? He's got his own. Ooh. That's yeah. crud. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of crud. He came on us to learn. <laughs> Good, point. Good point. Whoa. Good point. Whoa. That's probably true. All right, guys, that's episode 119 of the Combine Podcast, presented by Parse Rum. Uh, we'll see you next week. Game was an all-star. Mm-hmm.